Okay, let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? What's one of the main issues the New Jersey Devils had last season? It was goaltending. So this isn't really a silly season discussion, but overall, let's just paint a picture of what could potentially happen for the New Jersey Devils at that specific position next year. Let's talk about the three uh, netminders the New Jersey Devils had on their respective NHL roster in terms of starter, backup, and third string because uh, we have a lot to discuss in this episode and it's going to take a lot of work for the New Jersey Devils to get back to what they once were. But, you know, I have faith in Mackenzie Blackwood. But overall, I think it's time that we have a full-fledged discussion on the goaltending situation in New Jersey. So we have a lot to discuss, so buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the Hockey Writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 2.31 p.m. Eastern Time, June 28th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend. And let's get right back into silly season discussion for the New Jersey Devils. So if you missed Saturday's episode, I basically talked about P.K. Subban's contract situation. And I brought up the question whether or not should the Devils uh, choose to protect him in this year's upcoming expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken. I gave you guys some of the options that the New Jersey Devils had in terms of how the expansion draft will work. I talked about the potential cap floor situation that might happen if the New Jersey Devils decide not to protect him and he gets picked up by the Seattle Kraken. But obviously, I told you guys some past silly season episodes in which how we can, you know, get rid of P.K. Subban in the expansion draft and overall not face any repercussions in terms of what could potentially happen to our cap floor. Because like I told you guys in the last episode, I was not talking about cap ceiling. I was talking about the cap floor. So anyway, let's talk about some silly season discussion in terms of our goaltending because we've been talking a lot about our forwards and we've been talking a lot about our defense and which players could potentially help us uh you know just take us to the next level but I think the one issue that I forgot to bring up you know more recently is uh just some silly season discussion in terms of our net minding issue because if you guys remember goaltending while it wasn't an issue at the beginning of the year it certainly took a toll as the season progressed so uh let's just paint a picture and let's just go back as to what happened so obviously Corey Crawford originally signed a two-year deal to play for the New Jersey Devils unfortunately those plans did not come into fruition as he decided to retire before the season even started. I believe he made his announcement sometime in early January, just a few weeks uh, before the season started. He did not report to training camp. Lindy Ruff and the entire New Jersey Devils organization said that he had left the team for personal reasons. And then obviously, you know, with that kind of situation, uh, obviously the Mackenzie Blackwood uh, deal didn't really change anything because Mackenzie Blackwood was always going to be our starting netminder because it was just his time to lead the New Jersey Devils organization. However, However, now we just don't have a backup goaltender, so obviously we had to put Scott Wedgwood into that role, and Scott Wedgwood hadn't played a game uh, at the NHL level in like three seasons. Uh, the last time he played in an NHL game before signing with the New Jersey Devils was actually with the Arizona Coyotes organization. While he did win a championship with the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, the season prior, obviously he was not a part of that roster and he didn't appear in one single game for them, so obviously you had to take that into consideration, and then obviously it just uh, put 
put us into just like a cluster mess in terms of how do we find another goaltender to help us out? Do we just bring up Eric Comrie from uh, the AHL and he becomes our third string uh, netminder? Obviously, that was an option, but I don't think uh, that's what the New Jersey Devils wanted to do. And then obviously, you know, we brought in Aaron Dell. He originally uh, was from the Toronto Maple Leafs. They decided to waive him. And I was actually, you know, uh, pretty happy with that signing because I thought it was another diamond in the rough that Lindy Ruff and Tom Fitzgerald were able to bring in. And I thought he could actually be, you know, a solid backup to uh, Mackenzie Blackwood because, you know, that's been Aaron Dell's role his entire career, just playing backup. So I thought, you know, he would do absolutely solid. But, you know, let's look at his numbers. And luckily, he was only signed to a one-year year deal because I do not want him back so uh he appeared in seven games he started in five of them and his record yikes one in five with a goals against average of 4.14 and a save percentage of 857 so yeah obviously when he uh appeared in his first few games of the year for the New Jersey Devils it was time for uh Lindy Ruff to make a drastic decision and I actually predicted this like a week or so before this was officially announced I said that I think with how well Scott Wedgwood was able to perform in the absence of Mackenzie Blackwood, who was out for a couple weeks due to COVID, and how solid he was able to do, and the fact that he already had one shutout of the season, and even though Scott Wedgwood didn't really finish off the year strong, you know, I think he was pretty solid, so he appeared in 16 games, he started in 15 of them, his record was 3-8, and eight, and he had a goals against average of 3.11, and a save percentage of 900. Like I told you guys, nothing spectacular by any stretch of the imagination, but, you know, you do need to take the fact into consideration that Scott Wedgwood was not prepared to be the backup goaltender for the New Jersey Devils, his job was to be third string originally, obviously be scrapped for most of the games and just play in case of an emergency and boy did emergencies happen for the Devils organization at that position so obviously Scott Wedgwood he had to be thrown into the fire and then obviously Mackenzie Blackwood I said before the start of the season I said it was Mackenzie Blackwood's time to lead the New Jersey Devils and overall just try to you know get his name into the Vesna Trophy discussion because I felt like uh, the first three games of the year he was really starting to show his true potential and overall what he could potentially do for the New Jersey Devils organization. Like I said, he was kind of being that Vesna Trophy recipient that I felt like he could be. And like I told you guys, there's still plenty of time for him to get his name into that discussion. He's only 24 years old, but he has a lot of upside. He has a lot of potential. But overall, this season, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood's record, uh, yeah, not good at all. So his record was 14-17-4 uh, with a goals against average of 3.04 and a save percentage of 902. Uh, and yeah, that's a career low in all categories. So to give you guys some more reference, let's go back to last season when he just started to appear in more games for the New Jersey Devils. So he appeared in 47 games. He started in 43 of them, and his overall record was 22-14-8, and and he had a goals against average of 2.77 and a save percentage of 9.15. And then obviously, let's go back a step further, look at his rookie year. So he appeared in 23 games, started in 21 of them. His overall record was 10-10, and he had a goals against average of 2.61 and a save percentage of 9.18. So obviously, I do want to be fair for Mackenzie Blackwood. So obviously, I'm sure he didn't play in as many games as he wanted to this season just due to the fact that he had to deal with COVID. He was injured towards the end of the year. And then obviously, it's just like uh, he had to overwork himself just because he didn't have a uh, strong enough uh 
you know, backup to go to in case the New Jersey Devils needed it. Because if it was up to Mackenzie Blackwood, I'm sure he would want to play in every single game this season. So I think, uh, you know, like I told you guys, if it was up to him, he would have appeared in all 56 games. But obviously, there's just times when, you know, you can't play hero and, you know, he's not Superman. He's not indestructible. But, you know, overall, I think Mackenzie Blackwood, yes, he did have career lows in all categories that I just listed. But at the same time, you know, let's just be fair and let's just, uh, you know, just say that this season was just an asterisk, if, if you know what I mean, because it was COVID, guys. So there was only 56 games played this year. And, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from any other team that has had a great amount of success, like the Montreal Canadiens, who are now going to the Stanley Cup Finals, or the Tampa Bay Lightning, who potentially could repeat in another COVID-riddled year. But like I told you guys, the past couple of seasons haven't been normal for the NHL, so Obviously, you're going to see some crazy things, including for the New Jersey Devils, who, you know, were pretty much counted out at the start of the season. But obviously, you know, when we're talking about the goaltending issue, I think some experts at NBC started to see that because if you guys recall in one of my draft episodes a couple weeks ago, I talked about how an NBC reporter said that uh, with the fourth overall selection, the New Jersey Devils will select uh, Jesper Walstead. Uh, who's a goaltender, he's from Sweden, he's 18 years old, and then obviously I disagreed with that wholeheartedly. I said the New Jersey Devils do not need a goaltender. That's not their issue. They already have a young and up-and-coming goaltender in Mackenzie Blackwood. Like I told you guys, I firmly believe that Blackwood could potentially win a Vesna trophy, but only time will tell. Like I said, we're still a relatively young team. He's 24 years of age, so it could take him a couple years, or maybe he could win it next year if the Devils really do take uh, those next couple of steps and their defense steps up. But like I told you guys, I I'm not a sidekick. I can't, uh, you know, look into the future. But overall, you know, I just don't think the New Jersey Devils need another young goaltender. So obviously, you know, we do need a backup goaltender because Scott Wedgwood, you know, all due respect to him. And, you know, I as you guys know, I was big on Scott Wedgwood when he had to step in for Mackenzie Blackwood. And I said that, you know, Wedgwood was doing a solid job and overall just, um, you know, given the situation he was in, he really did make the most out of it. Didn't finish the season strong, but like I told you guys, there was room for upside, there's room for potential, and just think of all the narratives that was against Scott Wedgwood, and then obviously Aaron Dell, luckily, one-year deal, bye Felicia, doors right there, uh, you know, best of luck somewhere else, just not with the New Jersey Devils organization, because Aaron Dell, I don't even want to read those stats again, just woof, uh, yeah, terrible, and like I said, that's why he uh, lost his uh, backup role to uh, Scott Wedgwood, which, you know, I think Scott Wedgwood uh, was happy to take because it's just like, man, the new guy gets to be the backup goaltender, but I was uh, performing really well when Mackenzie Blackwood was out, and uh, we have three shutouts this season, and I have two of them. So, anyway, I believe that Scott Wedgwood should resign with the New Jersey Devils, like I told you guys, for maybe a year or two. I think that's what uh, Fitzgerald overall might offer him. I'd be stunned if the New Jersey Devils don't offer Scott Wedgwood a contract to at least be uh, you know, uh, third string goalie. But like I said, I, I can't guarantee anything. I haven't really heard anything. But, you know, I, in my honest opinion, I'd be surprised. But, you know, it does raise the question, what should the New Jersey Devils do in terms of goaltending? Well, I'll tell you guys in a second as to what we need in terms of a goaltender to be our backup because I'm going to base it off of, you know, what we were able to do with 
uh, you know, Corey Schneider and then obviously Corey Crawford. And I think I know the direction that Fitzgerald is trying to go in terms of our goaltending situation. I'll tell you guys that in a second. But first, I am low on energy after halfway through uh, the show, so I need some energy. So you know what I'm going to take? I'm going to take a Bilt Bar. So did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. They have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. You know what my favorite flavor is? The birthday cake one. And my birthday is in like a week and a half. So hint, hint right there. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of the each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting protein bars ever, but they're super healthy as well. So most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like. So the offer is go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So obviously you guys are probably wondering, well, what's the direction that the New Jersey Devils are trying to head in in terms of goaltending? Like, what's the situation? So based on my personal opinion, what I was able to see with the Corey Schneider situation, and then we traded uh, Schneider in for essentially Corey Crawford, was that, you know, I think the New Jersey Devils were just trying to find that veteran leadership to help lead Mackenzie Blackwood into the right direction. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Trey, what are you talking about? Coy Schneider, uh, he's like 35 years of age. He's obviously uh, been to the playoffs before. He recently was just on the playoff run with the Islanders organization. So, you know, he's been around the league for a while. And yes, you are absolutely right. I'm not trying to take anything away from Coy Schneider, what he's been able to do. The man's been in, in the NHL since 2008. But the thing is, if you look at his time, uh, you know, in the NHL, just look at the amount of times that he spent overseas with the NLA or just look at the amount of times he's been set down to the AHL. So quite honestly, guys, was Corey Schneider really the guy who could lead uh, someone like Mackenzie Blackwood to the promised land? Because I don't know if you guys know this reference, but, you know, don't point out if I have a splinter when you have, like, a log jammed into your eye. So, like, you know, Corey Schneider couldn't even help his own case. So how is he going to help, uh, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood go to the next level in terms of potential? So obviously that's uh, something you need to take into consideration. Like I said, not trying to take anything away from Corey Schneider. Obviously, he was a part of the Islanders organization. And then, you know, obviously he appeared in a few playoff games for us. And obviously I've talked about uh, some of his past success uh, being a netminder for the New Jersey Devils organization. Obviously, he's in the shadow of Marty Brodeur. So, uh, you know, sometimes uh, his efforts go for not. But overall, just Corey Schneider was not the answer. So when we look at Corey Crawford and what he was able to do at the uh, NHL level. So obviously, uh, he uh, was 36 years of age before the start of the season. His birthday was in December. So obviously, you know, um, around the same age as Corey Schneider. But when you look at his achievements and just compare them to Corey Schneider, because let, let's look at Corey Schneider's achievements. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. High school, AHL, college, NHL, international. Okay. Okay. So, you know, he has a Jennings Trophy from 2011. Obviously, was an all-star back in 2016. So, you know, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give him that. But, you know, let's just look at what Corey Crawford was able to do, shall we? So, he is a two-time Jennings Trophy winner. Obviously, he had to share it with Emory and Price. So Emory 
in 2013 and Price in 2015. And then he was a Stanley Cup champion twice for the Blackhawks organization. Remember when they were going on that tear in terms of winning like what? Three championships in a six-year span. So that was amazing right there. And then he is a two-time All-Star. So 2015 and 2017. So, you know, uh, even though it wasn't like recent, recent, you know, four years ago, not that long ago in terms of if we're talking about like sports and overall just achievements. So uh, still relatively uh, new in, in that regards. I'll, I'll consider it. And then obviously all rookie team back in 2011, but I don't think we need to focus on that. But, you know, who would you much rather have trying to lead uh, your organization into the right direction? Because overall for Corey Crawford, yes, he's had to spend some time in the AHL, but the last time he went to the AHL was back in 2009 and 2010. And obviously, you know, he was just trying to fight tooth and nail to earn his spot at the NHL level. So obviously, you know, uh, he appeared in five games for the Chicago Blackhawks back in 2007-2008. And then, you know, he only appeared in one single game in 2009-2010. So, obviously, just having to fight uh, tooth and nail is not the same as, you know, just not producing at the NHL level and then being sent down uh, to the NHL, similar to what Corey Schneider was because, you know, we've tried to release Corey Schneider uh, before, but he's cleared waivers and as a result, we were able to just send him down. So, you know, when we're looking at it in that regards, it's just like uh, Corey Crawford was supposed to be the guy to help lead Mackenzie Blackwood and overall I was really happy with that signing so it was two years so obviously it wouldn't have been long uh, Corey Crawford obviously was at the back end of his career uh, he's dealt with a lot of injuries nicknamed the crow and um, you know he, he stuck around in this league for a good while like I told you guys won a couple championships but you know overall I think uh, after this two-year contract with the New Jersey Devils had he gone through with it um, I think um, that would have just been the final two years of his NHL career. I think overall he was just, I, I guess, just looking for a young team to just pass the torch off to. I don't know what the case might be. I don't know what his mindset was, but overall for uh, Corey Crawford, you know, it's just unfortunate that he was never able to dress for the New Jersey Devils in one of their red, black, and white, and even green sweaters at times. But, you know, let's just look at what Crawford was able to do in his final year at the NHL level for the Chicago Blackhawks. So he appeared in 40 games. He had a uh, record of 16, 20, and 3. He had a goals against average of 2.77 and a save percentage of 9.17. He appeared in nine games for their uh, respective playoff run. Uh, his record was 4 and 5, and his goals against average was 3.31 and a save percentage of 9.07. So I think overall, just his uh, poor uh, defensive work of stoppage at the playoff bubble for the Chicago Blackhawks, I think that was when it was time to just overall move on from the organization and just see what else they could potentially do. But damn, that would have been one hell of a backup for the New Jersey Devils, but obviously didn't come into fruition. I wish Corey Crawford the best of success in his post-NHL career. I hope he's doing well. Obviously, you know, didn't play this season, but overall, I just hope he and his family are well. That's all I can say. I'm not trying to slander on him. I'm not trying to hate on him. I'm just trying to paint you guys an overall picture as to what's going to happen at the goaltending situation for the New Jersey Devils and why we need to have more silly season discussion in terms of what could potentially happen for the New Jersey Devils at that specific position because I feel as though that's going to be a huge X factor for New Jersey next season in terms of uh, what's going to happen because I feel like one of our downfalls was indeed 
porous work on the defensive side at goaltending. Obviously, our defense as a whole was terrible, but, you know, the goaltending situation, especially with Mackenzie Blackwood being out for an extended period of time, him having to deal with injuries towards the end of the year. Obviously, Scott Wedgwood getting off to a pretty decent start and then just falling off. Aaron Dell just not living up to what he potentially could have done. That was obviously a huge downfall for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, ultimately, each of those three guys, they have different reasons for overall sucking. But, you know, obviously, you know, you can't have three bad goaltenders. So, uh, you know, there's some work that needs to be done. So before we discuss uh, the third segment and what the New Jersey Devils need to do, if you are a betting Percy, especially with the NHL Stanley Cup Finals just around the corner, you need to go to betonline.ag. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the Montreal Canadiens and the Tampa Bay Lightning, they are prepping for their final run in the playoffs to see who will be crowned NHL champions of the world in the Stanley Cup Finals. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember, use the promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember to gamble responsibly and check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys all their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs there as well. So obviously the million dollar question is what kind of goaltender should the New Jersey Devils be aiming for because I've painted you guys an overall picture as to what happened this past season at the goaltending position like I did with all the other positions in terms of forwards and defensemen. I've explained to you guys why we need a left-handed defenseman specifically. I've explained to you guys why I feel like our forwards are good in terms of offense. However, we should not be afraid to, you know, make some moves, but I felt like I had never really talked about the goaltending situation for the New Jersey Devils. And overall, what should we be looking for this upcoming offseason? Which, by the way, I do need to give you guys some bad news. So obviously the offseason is a month away at the time of this recording. Unfortunately, I will be on vacation around that time. So I will keep you guys updated as to what's going to happen during that week. Just check out my Twitter. Uh, and overall, I'll, I'll try to my best to provide you guys some episodes. But like I told you guys, I will be on vacation late July with my family. So I just wanted to you know give you that, guys that disclaimer as early as I possibly could and with the free agency being a month away I felt like now was the appropriate time to do so but anyway back to the goaltending situation obviously guys when we're looking at a goaltender and I think this is one of the things that frustrated the New Jersey Devils was that you know uh, goaltending it's very important and obviously it's one of those high demand positions however there's not a huge supply of them so obviously with the New Jersey Devils they're looking for a solid backup goaltender because it seems like if uh, this past season has proven anything, it shows that Mackenzie Blackwood is not, you know, quite there in terms of his full potential. He's, uh, you know, I'd say at the beginning of the year he was relatively close, but then towards the end of the year, obviously, you know, some factors didn't go his way, but ultimately it, it just shows that he has a lot more work to do. Aaron Dell was not the answer. Scott Wedgwood should just be a third-string goaltender, and he shouldn't be, you know, 
uh, tasked with starting that many games, especially if Mackenzie Blackwood is going to miss that many games due to injury. So it just raises the question, what should the New Jersey Devils look for? So according to allaboutthejersey.com, because I had to do some research, so if you look at unrestricted free agents over on Cap Friendly, it's not exactly a crop of goalies that improves upon what uh, had happened last year. What they mean by that is, like I told you guys, there's a high demand for goaltenders. However, not a huge supply of them. And that could put us into a situation just due to the lack of goaltenders that's available. Because like I told you guys, 32 NHL teams. I'm counting the Seattle Kraken now. So yeah, like I repeat, 32 NHL teams. And really, according to allaboutthejersey.com, based on what I'm saying in terms of veteran leadership, in terms of solid numbers, in terms of just being able to afford a backup goaltender, and you know, given uh, just all the factors that I've put into one, there's really only 12 that meet that criteria for the New Jersey Devils. Some are attainable. Some are just unrealistic. Some are, you know, it, it could happen. It's a bit of a stretch, but it could happen. I'd say Corey Crawford was a bit of a stretch because I don't think anyone expected for him to come to the New Jersey Devils. But, you know, overall, like I told you guys, it's just like, um, you know, it was a stretch. We got lucky. So, you know, that's uh, the category. So uh, three categories as in attainable, unrealistic, but, you know, still fun to talk about because it's silly season discussion. As you guys know, I don't care how big or small the rumor is. I just love uh, talking silly season and just talking about hypothetical scenarios. And then, obviously, the third and final category is sort of that neutral one, which is it's a stretch, which, which is, is it likely? No. But is it not unlikely? I, I Did I say that correctly? I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a neutral. That's all you guys need to know. It's neutral. So, overall, you know, there's only 12 players that fit that list, and... Unfortunately, when we look past those 12 players, so obviously I'd say there's going to be about three or four that are unattainable. So outside that top eight, uh, none of the remaining unrestricted free agents posted a save percentage over 901, according to allaboutthejersey.com. So obviously, guys, you know, when we're talking about just trying to improve there, if we fall short on any of those unrestricted free agents for uh, the goaltending position, then ultimately, guys, um, you know, we're, we're not getting much of an update uh, for uh, Aaron Dell or Scott Wedgwood. So uh, the needle's not really going to go forward in that regard. So, you know, we will make, uh, I say, a step forward. We're not going to make three steps forward. I think that's what the New Jersey Devils are trying to do. So, uh, you know, if, if we just sign a, a player that's outside of those top 12 options, obviously I say three to four might not uh, sign with the Devils at all because they're just too unrealistic. Still fun to talk about, but... In this regards, I do want to be a little more realistic because this is more serious because there's not really many options to choose from because goaltending, you can't mix or match. It's really one goaltender at the start of the game, and you better hope that he can finish it. So, you know, that's all I'm saying in terms of goaltending. So it's very scarce because there's only, uh, you know, one goaltender per game. Obviously, you could switch goaltenders if they're not doing well, but, you know, the goalie position... High demand, very scarce. So the New Jersey Devils were going to have to move on that quickly. I feel like for Tom Fitzgerald, as soon as that clock hits midnight or whatever, you can start signing free agents, whatever the case might be, that has got to be a priority. You have got to find a goaltender to back up Mackenzie Blackwood because if we do not have solid goaltending, then guess what, guys? We're not going anywhere. 
So we're, we're, we're going to be stuck in neutral once again because, uh, you know, our defense might be better, but at the same time, it's still not going to be one of the best defenses in the entire league. Our offense will certainly improve, but, you know, uh, if you are scoring three goals, but you're letting up three goals, it really just cancels out. So uh, if our defense is not going to get that much better, especially if we're just relying on the draft to help improve our defense, then, you know, our goaltending needs to improve. So, you know, uh, re-sign Scott Wedgwood to a one or two year extension and then, Find a backup goaltender to put in between Mackenzie Blackwood and Scott Wedgwood. That's all I'm saying because it, 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 we, we cannot keep doing what we're doing at that position. And overall, we're going to have more silly season discussions in terms of potential goaltenders that the New Jersey Devils can sign. So I just wanted to paint you guys that picture of what happened at the position for the New Jersey Devils. Give you guys my final verdict on it. So I feel like... Uh, aside from offense, uh, in, in this order, we need to improve our defense this offseason. We need to improve our goaltending, and then our offense should be our last priority. That's my personal opinion. You guys can let me know what you guys think on Locked On Devils. Thanks for listening. And by the way, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for all your support on social media because, guys, guess what? For the third straight week, the following on the Locked On Devils Twitter page has gone up tremendously. So according to uh, the newsletter I recently received, our social media page has gone up 7% in terms of followers, which is second most amongst all uh, Locked On Podcast Network's uh, Twitter pages. So I really appreciate you guys for the support. I am also now verified on Twitter, so I appreciate you guys for uh, just making me that much more popular in terms of social media. Uh, tell all your friends. And like I told you guys, if you leave me a good review, I will give you a shout out on the next episode. So leave me a good review on Apple Podcasts and I will give you guys a shout out. So uh, I have to shout out Dave96S. He said, great podcast. Locked on Devils podcast has been very enjoyable for me so far. It's very informative and consistent. Well, I do post uh, five episodes a week, Tuesday through Saturday. So he said, I recently started listening and now I can't stop listening. Well, those are things that just warm my heart. And thank you guys for the support, for the love. Despite it being the offseason, you guys are still giving me a lot of great listenership. So I appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart. Without your guys' listenership, without your guys' support, there is no show. So thank you for uh, helping me get verified. Thank you uh, for growing the social media page on Locked on Devils' Twitter. And thank you for leaving me good reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's just amazing how far this show has come. And it's almost my one-year anniversary of being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I believe I'm just a few days away from that uh, anniversary. So thank you, guys. The show has grown so much. Uh, over 200-plus episodes in, and I am still here. Who would have thunk? So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. We will have more goaltending silly season discussion in the near future, most likely tomorrow, because I do have some goaltenders in mind. So you might want to stay tuned for that. All right, go Devils, and I hope you guys enjoy the Stanley Cup Finals.